0: mdradio better nutrition avoid diseases lose weight remove toxins feel better that's clean eating it's time for the clean food network show here's lisa davis I love eating good fat, and you're going to want to eat good fat too. Now, today we're going to be talking about smart fat, and we're going to be doing this with the wonderful Johnny Bowden. Hello, Johnny. So glad to have you on Clean Food Network. Thank you again. It's so nice to have you on. Now, you have a new book uh, with Dr. Stephen Masley. I do. Smart Fat Eat more fat, lose more weight, get healthy now. Well, that sounds good to me. Let's jump right in and talk about this. First of all, I've heard it called good fat, but you call it smart fat. Let's talk about that. Why smart?
1: Well, we call it smart fat because we, 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 um, we really have a different definition for good and bad fat. We think that, that the old notion of good fat and bad fat really needs a serious update. Um, and it's not that we don't think that some fats are really good for you and some fats are really bad for you. But most people, when asked that, would say, well, sure. Good fat is like fish oil or avocado. And bad fat is anything that comes from an animal. And good fat is vegetable oil. And bad fat is, you know, coconut oil because it's saturated. We think that definition needs to be thrown out. It's obsolete. It's not supported by research. And we propose in our book, Smart Fat, a completely different, different definition of what makes fat good and bad. And it all hinges on just one thing. Is the fat toxic? It doesn't matter if it's saturated. It doesn't matter if it's unsaturated. All that stuff you've heard about saturated is bad and polyunsaturated is good. All nonsense. All you have to ask is one question. Is the fat toxic? Now, how do you know whether it's toxic or not? Well, that was my next question. I, I thought it might be. <laughs> See, I know you so well. <laughs> yes. It's kind of everybody's next question. So what makes it that toxic? Well, think about how we have been so brainwashed about not eating animal products, not eating animal foods, and the fat that comes from them, and the meat that comes from them. Well, there's a certain truth to that, but it's, it's true for a reason different than what most people think it, it is. Let me give you an example. I live in Southern California. A couple years ago, we had an E. coli scare. It was tracked to some spinach. Some spinach had been contaminated by fecal matter from a farm upstream, and the spinach was recalled. You couldn't even go into a subway sandwich stop without getting, you know, without, uh, you couldn't get spinach anywhere. It was recalled everywhere. Not one health professional came out and said, see, Spinach is an unhealthy food. Spinach is bad for you. Don't eat spinach. Why? Because everybody understood that we had a contaminated crop. There's nothing wrong with spinach. It's a fantastic vegetable. Very, very healthy. The crop had been contaminated. Well, this is the case with animal foods in this country. When you take cows and you raise them on mega- Farms that are like agribusinesses—they call. They even have an acronym for them. They're called CAPOs, confined animal feedlot operations. They just process these animals like they were, uh, like you were in a factory making making uh, sh- shoes in, in Thailand. I mean, they are processed through. They are fed antibiotics because their stomachs get acid from their diet. They're fed uh, grain that's both uh, either GMO products or it's sprayed with every pesticide known to man. It's shot full of bovine growth hormone they 're fattened up with steroids, all of that gets into the fat of the cow all of that gets onto your plate when if that were the only animal food available in America, I too would become a vegan and i 'm very far from becoming a vegan so What we have here is a massive amount of contamination of our animal food products, which does, in fact, make those animal products and their fat very unhealthy. But it's not because it's saturated. It's not because it came from an animal. If you you raise that same animal on a pasture... And you feed them their natural diet of grass and you don't shoot them full with any hormones or antibiotics or steroids and none of that's in their meat or their fat, then that is a perfectly healthy fat to eat. And, and when I go to the farmer's market and get grass-fed meat and they say, you want the lean kind, I say, hell no, give me the fattest kind you have because there's nothing to fear from the fat." from grass fed meat. And that's what makes fat toxic. Not the fact that it came from an animal, but from the fact that it came from an animal that's been contaminated with all this stuff that we force them to either eat or be shot full of.
0: That is such a good point. You know, I'm very blessed, Johnny, because there's a farm in my area where I can get grass-fed organic meat and bone yep. broth, and it, is, and it tastes so much better when I have friends over and I make a meal. They're like, I've never had meat like this. And yeah, I said, it, look, it you know, and join this or get it at I your just, farmer's market.
1: Any yeah. farmer's market has grass-fed meat. It's all over the place now. For a while, they even had it at Target. So all I'm saying here is that we need, to, we need a redefinition of that. Healthy saturated fat, there is nothing wrong with saturated fat. It's good for the brain. It's good for all kinds of things. Coconut oil, Malaysian palm oil, these are wonderful fats. Saturated fat from grass-fed meat, Uh, uh, grass-fed butter, all of these things are perfectly fine. Um, What isn't fine, and this goes to the nature of smart fat as well, is that we've also been told to consume lots of vegetable oil. So right now, you can't go into a supermarket and buy a single processed food that doesn't have either corn oil, safflower oil, soybean oil, canola oil, hydrogenated oil. All of these high omega-6 oils that we've been told are healthy are actually very pro-inflammatory. And when we consume so much of them, and so little of the anti-inflammatory omega-3s, which are smart bats, we set ourselves up for inflammation, which, as you know, Lisa, is the major promoter of every degenerative disease we know of. So we wonder why there's so much inflammation. Well, one of the reasons is we eat 16 times more omega-6 vegetable oil than we do anti-inflammatory omega-3s.
0: Yeah, and that is scary, isn't it?
1: I mean, well, do you remember is, the... I
0: think it was Weston oil when we were growing up with Florence uh, Henderson and...
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, Weston oil isn't even... A, I mean, I don't even know what that comes... What, what seed or grain that comes from. That's just a... I process. don't either. I don't even know what that is. It's like Crisco vegetable shortening or something. It's, I mean, this is a Franken food. It's not even real... It has nothing to do with real food or real fat or anything like that. And so, you know, because of these distinctions, people, you know, really have to understand that saturated fat is not the enemy here. There's been... Real for major meta analysis in the last five years and major publications like the Annals of Internal Medicine, the, of the Clinical, uh, American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, major studies involving over 300 to 500,000 patients that have looked at saturated fat and heart disease. Every single one of them has said, whoops, we were wrong. Saturated fat is not even close to being related, let alone causing heart disease. It just isn't true.
0: You know, and it seems like there's so many people, though, who still haven't oh, yes. figured this out. And oh, it's yeah. A oh, absolutely. Scary. And, and you I, can argue with people. Do you get an argument sometimes where they're like, what are you talking about? Saturated fat's not good for you. Uh,
1: you know, I, I don't really uh, get in deep arguments about this stuff anymore because I've kind of found that it's like arguing politics or religion. People really, it's not about the science. We, we have so many emotional beliefs about food that are not based on science. They're based on feelings. They're based on what we grew up with. I'll give you a really fast example. When I was a kid, saccharin was believed to cause bladder cancer because there were some really strong experiments with rats then. My father used to use saccharin. I used to constantly rail at him, you can't use it, it causes cancer. Well, we, 40 years later, they re-looked at the studies. And much like DNA evidence on somebody who's been convicted, you know, and been in jail, they said, whoops, these experiments were completely bogus. They weren't done well. Uh, saccharin does not cause bladder cancer unless you happen to be a Wistar rat eating 20 times your body weight in, the, in, in this chemical. It's really, uh, it was a mistake. And to this day, Lisa, I can't bring myself to use saccharin because for 40 years, I believed that it caused cancer. And that's what we're seeing with doctors in saturated fat. They just believed this stuff for so long, they cannot even accept the new research that says, sorry, guys, it was a mistake.
0: Well, you know, Johnny, I definitely want to have you back. You have so much great information. The book is Smart Fat, Eat More Fat, Lose More Weight, Get Healthy Now. You can follow Johnny at Twitter by going to at Johnny Bowden. It's J-O-N-N-Y-B-O-W-D-E-N. I'm so glad you all listen to Clean Food Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at RadioMD and at Health Media Gal one For past shows, go to www.cleanfoodnetwork.com. By the way, it's your Radio MD at your Radio MD. Take care and stay well.